Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Judges, chapter 9, with uh, 9b. We continue with the story of Avimelech, the first person anointed king of Israel, who achieved his position with a murderous rampage of killing his 70 brothers. We just finished reading in the last podcast the curse that Yotam, his only surviving brother, pronounced upon him that to the people of Shechem, telling the people of Shechem that if you really want to get support from Avimelech, if that's the path that you're taking, then may Avimelech consume all of you. If you think you're going to get you're going to get leadership from him and that he's going to help you, what you're going to get is the opposite. He's going to destroy you in the end. So you might like him now, but in, uh, ultimately he's going to destroy you. So we're going to read of that occurrence right now. So Vayosar Avimelech al Yisrael Sholoshonim. Avimelech was then the leader, and it's interesting that it uses the term here Vayosar. It doesn't say Vayimloch, which would uh, be the, the usual word for a king, or it doesn't say um, Vayishpot, which is the word that's been used for the judges until now, but Vayosar means he was overlorded them. He was uh, haughty above them, which as we know, the nature the villainous, murderous, arrogant character of this person, Avimelech, shouldn't surprise us that he would lead in a heavy-handed way. And obviously when one leads in a heavy-handed way, leads with violence, <clears throat> leads through fear, it creates, um, it does not create good will towards the leader and eventually leads the people to rebel. So, God then sent a um, hatred bad feelings between Ben Avimelech and Ben Balei Shechem, between Avimelech and the people of Shechem. Those people of Shechem who pushed Avimelech to be the king and supported him and got rid of the other um, uh, children of Yerubal, of Gidon, now those people don't like Avimelech anymore. And the people, the citizens of Shechem, then rebelled against Avimelech. <clears throat> he uses the term Baalei Shechem, referring to the leadership of Shechem, um, because it was the leadership of Shechem that Avimelech approached, Avimelech approached li- originally, and they were the ones that donated money to help him um, hire his goons so that he could um, be able to take um, uh, violently take over control. So the result of this, and now I'm about to read verse 24, the result of this rebellion between the Baalei Shechem and Avimelech was the following, that Lavo Hamas Shivim Bnei Yerubal, was so that the, that the awful crime of the Vidamam and the, of the killing and the blood of the 70 sons of Yerubal should come, Lasum al Avimelech Achim Asher Agosam, should be avenged, um, um, and and it would come that that crime would come back upon Avimelech, the, their brother, who was the one responsible for killing them, and that same punishment should come via Balei Shechem against the citizens of Shechem. In other words, this fight between Ashechizku at Yadav those citizens of Shechem who supported him and strengthened him in his act of killing his brothers. 
So the result of the fighting between the citizens of Shechem and the and 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 Avimelech himself was that both Avimelech and the citizens of Shechem are going to suffer because of the crime that they did. That's the translation of the verse twenty-four. It's a little difficult translation, but that's how it reads. By Shechem and the uh, so what happens now? We're going to learn about this fight between the two of them and how it all played out. So the the citizens of Shechem. Made ma'orvim, they made they play they placed um, ambushes and bands of people on the roads leading to the city of Shechem, on the mountaintops, so that the people traveling in the city they would run down from the mountaintops. They would steal from whoever was passing. They created chaos. They they create and it was told to Whenever there's fighting and there's no authority and the people don't respect the authority, the people hate the authority. It chaos reigned. Anyone going in and out of Shechem was getting raided by these parties of people that supposedly were 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 rebelling against Avimelech, but were actually just uh, band, roving bandits. So now Vayavo, this uh, person came by the name of Gaal ben Eved. Gaal, the son of Eved, whether this means he was himself an Eved, a slave, or whether his father's name was Eved. We do see similar names to Eved, like Oved, we see. Um, uh, 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 there are other, it could have been a serv- the person's name being servant as a, like a servant of God, etc. But so what, whether this Gaal was actually a slave, uh, a descendant of a slave or not is unclear. But his, so I'm going to assume his name is Gaal ben Eved. And this guy showed up, Viechav and his brothers. Apparently he was a strong guy. He was a, somebody the people respected for his strength. Vayavru b'shchem. And they passed through Shechem. Um, while all of this chaos was going on, the people were rebelling, riots going on, etc. And the citizens of Shechem trusted him and thought, well, maybe this guy will help us in our rebellion against Avimelech. So Vayetzu Hasada, they went out into their field, Vayivtru at Karmehem, and they harvested their grapes, their vines, Vayidruchu, and they um, pressed them, made wine, Vayasu Hilulim, and they made parties. Vayavo Beiselohehem, and they went into the ho- their houses of worship, their idol houses, their idolatrous houses, Vayochlu Vayishtu, and they ate and they drank and they partied with their new leader the person who they thought was going to save them, this Gal ben Eved, and they cursed Avimelech. Vayomer and, and the, the Gal ben Eved, and this Gal ben Eved who's leading all of this partying. I mean, we see that the description here is the description of utter chaos, mess, uh, complete, total um, uh, partying and, and uh, raiding people and robbing people and, and uh, no, the authority is completely disrespected and the only way the authority gets anything is through violence and murder. It's just total mayhem. So the head of, uh, during these parties, the, this Gal ben Eved tells all the people, the ones that hate Avimelech, who is this Avimelech? And who is this, um, and who are we, the people of Shechem, that we should be serving Avimelech? Hello, ben Yeru Baal. Right, he is the son of Yerubaal. I'm reading this the way the Mitsudos and the Radak read this pasuk. There are different um, translations and different ways to read it, but uh, I think this is the most true to the words. 
Um, he's just the son of Yerubal. He's not the Yerubal. He's not the real Gidon who saved us. He's just his son. So why we people of Shechem should be serving him? Uzevul Pekido. And why should we be serving Zevul, his his henchman? Zevul was the was uh, was Avimelech's right hand man. We're going to learn a little more about him shortly. If if we are if we were just you know gonna going to um. Uh, uh, serve people just because they're the sons of someone. So let's worship the descendants of Hamor. Hamor, we know, go, is is presumably the name. Uh, it often means donkey, but here Hamor is the name of the of the hereditary leaders of Shechem from years back. If you remember, in the time of Jacob, the the head of this town of Shechem, his name was Hamor. Um, and um, so let's serve his descendants. If all we're looking for is descendants to serve, right, then let's serve them. Why should we, the people of Shechem, be serving this guy who all he is is the son of Gidon? What did he do? At least his father did something. He did nothing. If only this people were under my command, Gaal says, I would take all you guys and we would just get rid of Avimelech. And I would say to Avimelech tauntingly, you bring out all your troops, bring out all lots of troops, but say on, come out here and fight me. You can just imagine what he looked like half drunk at this wild party saying these kinds of things. Vayishma Zavol Sa'ar, of course, there were people in the party that went back to Zavol. Zavol, who was the, the minister or the mayor of the city, who was the appointee of Avimelech and a loyal henchman of Avimelech. He was told that Divrei Gal ben Oved Vayicharapo. He heard the words of Gal, the son of Oved, and he was angry, of course, because he was the mayor of the town because he was appointed by Avimelech. I mean, obviously he was in a de- difficult situation because Zvul knew the population was against Avimelech. So he probably made himself look like a little bit like sympathetic so that people told him he knew what was going on. But of course, he was angry and he reported that back to his, uh, his master, which we see right now in verse 31. So he sent messengers to Avimelech. Now, Bitorma could be a place name. Avimelech may have been in a place called Torma, or it might be the same word as Mirma, which is uh, in hiding or in secret. So wherever Avimelech was is irrelevant at this point. But wherever he was, he sent messengers in secret, which would fit with the way we explain, because Zavol was trying to play both sides here. He wanted to remain mayor. He needed to maintain the confidence of the people of the town. At the same time, he wanted to maintain the confidence of Avimelech, so he sent messengers in secret, saying, He nay, behold, Gaal ben Eved, this Gaal, the son of Eved, vi Echav, and his brothers, Boim Shechema, they came to the town, Vihinam Tzorim etoir Alecha. And they are making this city, um, they are inciting the city against you. Some uh, of the commentaries uh, use, say, Tzorim here means they are uh, laying siege to the city, referring to the um, roving bandits that were attacking the, the people on the roads. But I think the better translation here is, is, is Tzorim, they are making them enemies, meaning they are inciting the city against you. Viato and now kum laila. Yeah, so in other words, now he's giving Avimelech an idea. These messengers are saying, get up at night. Set up in the nighttime when the people of the city won't know and, 
and um, and hide yourselves in the field so that people won't see you when they come out to the fields to do their work. When they come out of the city to do their work in the fields. When the morning comes, when the sun shines, Tashkim, get up early, and start coming closer and spread yourselves out and bring your people closer to the city. And I'm telling you that Gal and his supporters, the people that were, were, that were against you, are against you, they are going to come out towards you, towards the field, not knowing, of course, that you're there. And then, by, since you'll be there, by surprise, do with him however you find yourself able to do against him. So Avimelech took the advice of his right hand man, and Avimelech and all the people with him that were his supporters, his goons, his, uh, his rakim, his empty, uh, like we learned before, his empty, reckless uh, um, uh, thugs uh, in the nighttime. And they divided into four groups and they laid um, ambushes around Shechem. And in the morning comes, verse 35, Gal ben Eved, Gal, the son of Eved, comes out, Vayamut Pesach Shahir, and he stands near the door of the uh, opening gateway of the city. So Avimelech gets up from his ambush, stands up. So Vayar Gal and Gal saw all the people coming against them. So Vayomer El Zavul, remember, so he tells Zavul, the mayor, the one who's playing both sides, Gal thinks he has his confidence. Look, there's people coming down, from the mountains. Who are these people? Vayomer loves Zavul. Zavul says, nah, they're not people. You're seeing the, the, the shade of the mountains, the shadows of the mountains. It's tricking your eyes. These aren't, there's nobody coming down. So here you have Zavul hoping that Gal would be caught, would be caught completely off guard so that Avimelech will, will then take his revenge against the people of the town. So Vayosef owed Gal Daber, and then Gal continued to speak Vayomer, and he said, There are people coming down from Tabur Haaretz, right? From the, uh, from the center of the uh, land. Remember, he divided in four groups. Virosh Echad Ba'an, and one group is coming, Miderech Elon Ma'onanim, from this, this direction of Elon Ma'onanim. People are coming from everywhere. So he was no longer, could be tricked to t- be told these are just shadows as he starts seeing the other groups coming. They're coming from, oh, they're not just coming from there, but they're coming from there. They're coming from there. It's like they're coming out of the center of the earth. When Zvul sees that Gaal recognized what was happening, Zvul grins and laughs at him. Ha ha. Where is your, your bragging mouth now when you said, Mi Avimelech kinavdenu, who's Avimelech that we should serve him? Yeah, let's listen to you now. Now, is, now, now you're toast, man. This is the group of people that you were disgusted with and you were making fun of. You said before, I'm going to tell him, come out bring, out, bring out your men and fight me. Well, now it's your turn. You go out and fight against him. So Gaal didn't have a choice. Now he's stuck. The fight is on. Gaal and the, uh, went and led the, uh, the, the um, rebels and they waged war against Avimelech. But Yerdefeu Avimelech, Avimelech chased him down. And Gaal ran away. 
And many, many dead uh, soldiers uh, and, and people from the town that were fighting against Avimelech were put to death by Avimelech. So here we have the murderous king now murdering this very people that put him into power, killing them all, corpses strewn all over the battlefield. Avimelech now went back to Aruma. This might be the same place as Tarma before, assuming that Tarma is... It was a place name. Vayegarish Zavul et Gal viet Echav, and Zavul threw out Gal and everyone that supported him and his brothers, Mishevet Bitchem, threw them out of the town of Shechem, and Avimelech strengthened his hold again through murder and slaughter of his own people, strengthened his hold and his rule over Shechem. Not a pretty picture. Vayhimi Macharas, the next day comes. Vayetzea Am Hasada, Vayagidu Avimelech. The people went out into the field. Um, and again, even after they were subdued, uh, the people went out to do their work in the field. And Avimelech, still being the suspicious king, as we know from history, dictators usually are, it was told to Avimelech, the people are out there again. They're vulnerable again. And he took the, his people. Ha'am here consistently in this chapter meant his people. Avimelech took his supporters, he divided them into three groups, and he ambushed the people of Shechem again in the field, and he saw he saw that the people were coming out of the city, so they're vulnerable, they're not protected by the city walls, he struck them down again, and this time they hadn't even come out to fight, they were coming out to work, but he strikes them down again, Murder, and then murder again, and now murder again. And Avimelech and the chiefs that were with him, Pashtu, they, um, they, they spread out, meaning they spread out towards the city, and they stood in the gates of the city. So by blocking the gates, the people couldn't even retreat into the city. So everyone stuck out into the fields, were being sandwiched by the two groups that were outside and then the group standing in the gate blocking their entrance into the city so the people were struck down again. So Avimelech continued his slaughter against the city that entire day. He um, captured the entire city. This was his hometown, the town that put him in power. He captured it. The entire thing, and everyone that lived there, he slaughtered. He smashed the city down and raised it and raised it with salt. So, whoopee, he conquered his own city and killed all of the people that had put him in the power in the first place. Again, murder after murder after murder, but it's not over yet. It descends and gets even worse, if you can imagine worse. So then the people that lived in the tower of Shechem, they heard, so there was a tower of Shechem, probably near the city, um, and they were either not present, uh, the Radak explains they weren't present, they heard that, um, that uh, what had happened, this mass slaughter, and they went into the, Tzuriach uh, is like the tunnel of the, um, uh, 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 of the, house of the God of the covenant. Now, this is the covenant that was made with Baal, which we talked about before, the covenant which was made with the idol. The, remember, all the people were idol worshippers, Avimelech and the, his followers, and, and now his, the rebels. 
So by Yugadla Avimelech, Avimelech heard Kiyaskabsu that they now all gathered, called Baalei Migdashchem, they're gathered in one place. When you think in the mind of a, of a vicious, like, genocidal maniac like Avimelech, all of the people that are, that from the Tower of Shechem are now gathered within that tunnel. You just think what he's about to do. Vayal Avimelech Hartzalmon. Avimelech went to Hartzalmon, who uh, he and all of Chalamashito and all of the people that were his supporters. Vayikach Avimelech atakadumot biado. And he took axes with him by Yichros Shochas Eitzim and on the mountain of Talmon on our Talmon he chopped down uh, large branches by Yisrael and he carried the branches by Yasem Al Shichmo he carried them on his shoulders by Yomer Elam and he told the people that were with him Mara Isim Asisi without which you see I'm doing right Maharu Asukamoni do exactly like I'm doing by Yichrosu Gam Kol Am Ish Socho. And then all of the people, they all did the same thing. Each one went and chopped off a branch. And they all went and followed Avimelech. And they piled up all of the branches over the door of the tunnel. And through these buffs, they burned it down. They lit them all on fire. And the people were all stuck inside. And all of the people that... From, Melech, from the Tower of Shechem, all of the families that were hiding inside there, like over a thousand men and women, were slaughtered and burnt alive by Avimelech on that day. Um, it's very difficult to read. I'm finishing this chapter, even though it's very long, because I don't want to have to read this again next time. And Avimelech continued his slaughter. He went to another town, Tevetz, Again, he probably accused or assumed they were would rebel as well. He camped there and he captured it. There was a strong, powerful tower in that city. And all of the men and the women, in other words, all of the families and all of the, the citizens of the town of, of Tevetz, um, went into the tower for refuge and they locked it up and they were all on the roof of the tower while Avimelech's army was camped around it he, 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 he managed to uh, break through the defenders and fight with them and the ones who were outside the tower defending the tower and he was coming to the door and he was about to burn it down and the people of Tevez knew what, how vicious Avimelech was and that they were all going to be burnt alive. And there was a woman who was on top of the tower. She threw down a pelach. She drew down a, a pelach is a millstone, rechev, a upper millstone because there's two millstones, a top one and a bottom one. The top one rides and moves over the bottom one to crush the grain in between the two stones. So she had an upper millstone and she threw it from the top of the tower, Al Rosh Avimelech, right on the top of Avimelech's head, Vatoretz Esgulgolto, and it cracked open his skull. He was still alive, bleeding, but he knew he was going to die. And he called out quickly to his to his assistant boy, uh, boy who carried his weapons. And he said to him, Pull out your sword and kill me. Because I don't want people to say about me that I was killed by a woman. This is what bothered him now. Not, he didn't care that he would be remembered as one of the most vicious and most awful 
leaders of uh, that people of Israel had ever had in his history, one of the most murderous uh, um, dictators in, in history, and remembered as a villain, that he didn't care about. But that people should think he was killed by a woman, that he was worried about. And his, so his, his assistant listened to his instructions and killed him. And everyone saw that Avimelech died, and people were tired and exhausted of all of this death, as you can imagine. They didn't even bother partying. Everybody just went home. That idea of all of this chaos and mayhem and murder and burning people, it's just disgusting. People just were sick and tired of it all. They just went home. And this is how God took, uh, made the evil of Avimelech land literally on top of his head. That which he did to his father, to kill his 70 brothers, and including the people of Shechem who supported it and supported the murder of the 70 sons of Gidon, right? They ended up getting punished by Avimelech himself, literally that, uh, God returned that revenge upon them on their heads. And the curse of Yotam ben Yerubal, the curse that those who sought refuge under Avimelech's leadership would end up suffering from Avimelech himself came true. This concludes the very sorry story which started with Gidon, came to some of the greatest heights of heroism, descended into idolatry and arrogance, and eventually descended into one of the worst chapters of the history of the nation of Israel. Thank you so much for studying chapter 9 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 10 and the rest of this book of Judges together.